sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joint and marrow, and the designer of thought and intent of the heart. When the Holy Spirit breathed on the world, it becomes a weapon of deliverance and salvation, setting men free from every kind of bondage and oppression of the devil. Be blessed as God's servant, Samuel Akendamsi, brings to you this word of God with clarity, authority, and power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I give God all the glory, all the honor and adoration. I want to welcome us, each and every one of us, to today's teaching. Uh, this series is on spiritual gifts and it's going to be in two series. So, this is the first series which is the introduction to this uh, wonderful teaching. So, today in this series, we are going to be talking about spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. Uh, what are spiritual gifts? What does the Bible say about spiritual gifts? So, those are the things we are going to be talking about today. And I pray that the good God will open our eyes to see things differently from how we used to see in the name of Jesus. Shall we pray? Father, I ask today that you speak to us by yourself in the name of Jesus. Open our eyes, open our understanding, and let all things be clear before us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. So, take my text from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 4 to verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 4 to verse 11. Now, there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit. And there are differences of administrations but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. Uh, so today we are going to be looking at these things. This is the word of Paul, the message of Paul to the book to the people of Corinthians, and he has made this thing very clear about the spiritual gifts. Uh, it is not the will of God that we remain ignorant concerning this thing called spiritual gifts. Now you see that in that verse one of chapter twelve. 
He said, concerning spiritual gift, I will not have you ignorant. So, it is not the will of Christ. It is not will, the will of the Holy Spirit to have us ignorance in things pertaining to the spiritual, especially in the manifestation of the spiritual gifts. So, I just want us to listen and I want us to follow the teaching closely because I believe by the Spirit of God that after this teaching, as you are hearing me, you will begin to walk in the spiritual gifts and begin to profit the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. So the spiritual gift is God's gift to his church. It is given only by God through the Holy Spirit. You can see in our Bible text, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 to 11, Paul mentioned nine gifts. And every child of God have the right to operate any of these gifts. Alright? So the operation of those spiritual gifts is not limited to a set of Christians. It is not a set of people that should operate in these spiritual gifts. It was given to all believers to profit the kingdom of God. So according to the scriptures, there are are gifts of the Spirit, which are word of wisdom, word of knowledge, gift of faith, gift of healing, working of miracles, gift of prophecies, the designing of spirits, diverse kinds of tongues, and the gift of interpretation of tongues. All these gifts were given by the Holy Spirit for our daily normal Christian life and for the effective work of ministry. Alright? So, when we begin to hear about this uh, spiritual gift, you know that uh, it is the will of God that you as His children walk in this spiritual gift. Alright? So now, before we we go on, I want us to look into something very crucial and very critical. And that is, uh, before you can operate in this spiritual gift, you must be baptized in the Holy Ghost. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is the next step after salvation. So, the baptism of the Holy Ghost is a reception of the person of the Holy Spirit. It is that encounter where the Holy Spirit comes into you to dwell permanently with you in your spirit. Hallelujah. So receiving the Holy Spirit is very easy. It is not, it's not a difficult thing. Yeah. So because Jesus made the promise of the Holy Spirit in the book of John chapter 14 verse 26 and also John chapter 16 verse 7 to 15, the, the, the Bible made it clear that Jesus gave us the promise that he was going to send the Holy Spirit to us. And that promise was fulfilled in the book of Acts chapter 2 where the Holy Ghost have appeared like a rushing mighty wind. And since then, the Holy Spirit have been dwelling with us. So, the problem is not the giving of the Holy Spirit now, but in our own ability to receive the Holy Spirit, which is very, very easy. So, the Holy Spirit is here already. You don't have to go fasting for many days or praying for years. No. All you need to do 
is to receive it is to receive it just receive him ask him to come into your heart and he will come he has been given already there is no need tarring on the mountain or tarring in one corner or tarring in fasting locking yourself up in one uh, room no all you need to do is to receive the holy spirit and believe that the holy spirit have come upon you indeed so you can get yourself filled with the holy ghost without anyone laying hands on you all you need to do is to ask and receive so you don't need anybody to lay hands on you in order to receive the holy spirit right now as you are listening to this message as you are listening to this teaching you can receive the holy spirit now all you need to do is to believe accept the promise that the promise have been fulfilled and receive the promise it's as simple as that hallelujah so uh, all you need to do is just say a simple prayer father i ask for your holy spirit to fill me right now and i receive the holy spirit in the name of jesus and i receive the holy spirit in the name of jesus in jesus name it's as simple as that when i got baptized in the holy ghost nobody lays on me nobody prayed for me in any way i was sitting down in our sitting room at that time i was very young i think i was around then 18 years or 17 to, uh, to be 18 years at that time so i just sat down in our sitting room i was the only one at home then and i prayed holy ghost feel me and that's all and that was all i prayed i received and i believed and i began to see the holy spirit moving through me so it's as simple as that so when you are filled with the holy spirit you now have access to the workings of this or to the or to the operations of this spiritual gift so when we get born again there are often no physical sign to people to see that we are born again you, you, when you get born again nothing changes physically because the born again experience is a spiritual experience so you don't get born again by by uh, by by any physical uh, anything you get born again in your spirit when you get born again you don't grow taller you don't grow shorter when you get born again if you are light in complexion you don't become black in complexion you are still who you used to be physically but it is a change in your spirit man it is a change in uh, the the inner part of you so people don't see physical signs to prove that truly you are born again but when the holy spirit come upon you you begin to do things in a different way that people will begin to suspect that this man is now a different person this woman is now a different person something different now lives in this person people look at you and say there is something different about this person all right so the holy ghost cannot be seen with the physical eyes because it's a spirit being but there must be some tangible signs that others will see to get convinced that you are now saved and that something different now lives inside of you as a believer. 
the apostles and the early Christians were noted for some things that made them different from others. And one of those things is the manifestation of, the, of spiritual gifts. One of the evidences of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit is the operations of spiritual gifts. And this is very serious. This is very important. Hallelujah. So, and even if you want to be effective in evangelism, we need the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We need the gift of the Spirit. Because the Bible even made it clear that without signs, the people will not believe. So, it is not just talking, 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 and talking that gets people saved. There are places you will go to and you will not be able to even convince anyone about your about Christianity because you don't have signs. So, one of the importance of spiritual gifts is the manifestation of spirit or of sign is a is a is a is a is a is a, is a, is a, is a fact that you become effective in evangelism so we 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 have to know this thing we have to know this thing so we, the lord jesus did not keep the early church in darkness concerning the manifestation of spiritual gifts that was saying that's uh, first Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1 he said concerning spiritual gifts i will not have you ignorant the holy spirit said he didn't want the early church to be ignorant of spiritual gifts likewise he would want the church of today to be ignorant of spiritual gifts so there are a lot of wrong beliefs about the spiritual gifts and i will mention some of them here in this teaching because it is important that we know so when we know about these wrong teachings which many of us have adopted today so it is then we'll be able to differentiate between the right and the wrong concerning spiritual gifts hallelujah so uh, some of these wrong beliefs the first one i will mention here is that some believe that spiritual gifts have been done away with i was listening to somebody one day and the person was saying that spiritual gifts no longer exist. The person was saying that it is no longer the gift of prophecy. That the prophecy ceased after the Bible was completed. That the purpose for prophecy uh, was so that the Bible can be written. And after the Bible has been written, prophecy no longer exists. But that is not true. That is not true. That is not scriptural. That is not true. Hallelujah. Uh, the gift did not end with the early church. The gift is not, did not end with the early church. As much as the Holy Spirit is still actively alive today, so also are his gifts. So the Holy Spirit that existed then, is still the same Holy Spirit that is alive today. And the gifts that worked among the early Christians then, are still in existence today, they have not died. So we have to understand that the gifts have not been done away with. The gift of the Spirit did not go into extinction when the apostles died. The gift of the Spirit did not die with the apostles. It is still very active today and it is meant for you and I. It is meant for every believer. It is meant for all Christians. It is meant for the Church of God. It is meant for all the body of Christ. So another wrong belief is that some believe that since many counterfeit exist today, 
it is therefore better to stay away from spiritual gifts and just focus on the usual worship but that is not true because there are fixed does not mean that we should leave the original in fact the fact that we have the fake today is more reason why we should why we should pursue the original so that the world can see the original through us when the world see or the original through us they will be able to just oppose between the two but if we keep quiet because there are fakes today we we are not we won't be helping ourselves all right so and we will be happy the gospel of our lord jesus christ and the fact that there is fake like i said is the more reason why we should operate in the original hallelujah so the operation of the gift of the spirit should be uh of you you should be should be more active today despite the fact that we have the fake so another thing is that some believe that the manifestation of the spiritual gift is limited to certain people uh, some believe that only pastors prophets evangelists apostles are the ones that can that should operate in the spiritual gift but this is not true in the book of Joshua chapter 2 verse 28 the bible says god said i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and all your sons and daughters your dream dreams all your sons and daughters dream dreams your other only ones are prophesy according to the book of Joshua chapter 2 verse 28 so we see that the Bible says he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh, not upon some people. So we are all children of God. Therefore, all of us should be able to walk in this spiritual gift. All of us should be able to operate this spiritual gift. Right? I pray that the Almighty God will open our eyes the more in the name of Jesus. So the flow of the Holy Ghost is not limited to a set of people, but to all who receive it. If you receive it, you can walk in it. Even if you receive it, you can manifest it more than your pastor. You can manifest it more than your leader. Alright? So, it is just a matter of uh, reception and knowing how to operate in those spiritual gifts. Hallelujah. Now, why must a believer operate in spiritual gifts? So, uh, I want to talk about why it is important for believers to operate spiritual gifts. The first point is that it is Christ's command. Our Lord Jesus gave the command in the book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 15 to 18. He says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So it is a command. Christ told us to go out and put those gifts to work. He gave us an instruction that we should go and lay our hands on the sick. We should cast out devils. We should raise the dead. 
that was a direct instruction from our lord jesus christ so it is a must for a believer to operate in these spiritual gifts another reason why a, a, a believer must operate in the spiritual gifts is that it is important for effective evangelism the ministry of our lord jesus christ and the apostles was effective because they had signs so if you don't have sign uh, the ministry the gospel ministry will not be effective because you day by day you will come across people that are that have seen a lot of things things that are different from what you are presenting to them for instance in africa there are some places you can enter and preach without spiritual gifts right so the 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 demonic operation in those place have become so high that you need the operation of the gift of the spirit in order to be successful in those area because they already have people that does miracles in quotes before them there are villages in africa where they can command rain and rain will begin to fall they can they can command eclipse to happen they can do things strange strange things and a believer cannot just go to that place and talk to them about jesus without signs because people want to see that the jesus you are bringing is powerful than the demon they used to know people want to see that this jesus you are talking about can do for them what the demon they used to know cannot do for them right so it is important for effective evangelism so number three we are in a wicked world and you can't afford to move around without operating in these spiritual gifts you can't afford it we are in a wicked world so uh, the bible says jesus said i have sent you like sheep among wolves be wise as serpents and be as gentle as wolves. we live around wicked people so you need the gift of design your spirit to know who to trust and who not to trust you need the gift of working of miracles in order to stay to play safe in some places so the gift uh, is very very important and many people many christians have died unnecessary deaths because they do not know that this gift is for them and when the purpose of a thing is not known abuse is unavoidable abuse is unavoidable so the lord will help us in jesus name uh, also when a believer operates in the gift of the spirit it uplifts the love of jesus christ when you operate in the gift of the spirit you you glorify jesus so this gift of the spirit is divided into three parts so we have the vocal gifts we have power gifts and we have the revelation gift so the the vocal gifts are the prophecy the gift of prophecy the gift of diverse kind of tongues and the gift of interpretation of tongues why the power gifts are the gift of faith the gifts of healings and the workings of miracle then the revelation gifts are the word of knowledge the word of wisdom and the design of spirit now let me say this 
that these gifts are all equal. No, you, you cannot say that one is more important than the other. No. None is better than the other. So at every moment, the best gift is a gift that is more needed at that time. Alright? So, uh, what I'm trying to say is that the gift that is needed at a particular time and that manifests at that time is the best gift for that moment. If somebody is sick and you just begin to prophesy or you just begin to speak in tongues, it will not make any tangible meaning to the person or to the sick person standing before you. So at that particular time, the gift of tongues or interpreting of tongues is fruit is not is not fruitful. So what you need there is the gift of healing, the working of miracle. So once those gifts are put into action, at that moment, the best gift at that moment is the gift of healing or the working of miracle. Alright? So you can't say that one gift is important than the other. They are all important. They are all important. So uh, as we go on with this um, series, I pray that the good God will bless us and open our eyes in the name of Jesus Christ. So, um, as we have mentioned these gifts, I will go into uh, the explanation of each gift in the next series. This series is just an introduction. I'm just introducing the gifts to us and to let us know certain things that we need to know about this spiritual gift. This is the first series concerning the spiritual gifts. And the second series will be basically on the explanation of each gift. What are the gifts? We will define them. How do they operate? And how can you operate in them? As a Christian, how can you profit the kingdom of God with them? Thank you for staying tuned for this uh, first series, for this first session. And I pray in the name of Jesus that even as we go into the second session, the Lord will open our eyes and understand it in the name of Jesus. So before we go into the second session, I want you to listen to this first session very, very well. Listen to it over and over and over again and understand the message in it. Right? So the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm going to pray. For those of us that need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, like I said, it's not a difficult thing. It's not a hard thing. You can receive it now. And you can be baptized by the Holy Ghost now and even begin to speak in tongues. Yes, all you need to do is to receive it. I am going to pray with you right now. Uh, I want you to open your heart and I want you to open your mind to the Lord. As you close your eyes, just picture the Lord Jesus standing in front of you. I pray in the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, that you rest upon this, your children, in the name of Jesus. Even as they receive you today, I pray, O Lord, that you baptize them in yourself, in the name of Jesus. 
Father, let them receive your gifts of your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Receive it, receive it now in the mighty name of Jesus. As I'm praying with you now, you begin to you will to have an inner feeling inside of you. It could be a form of an inner joy, it could be a form of an inner feeling, an emotion. You, you may not be able to really explain or be able to really understand. That is the Holy Spirit bubbling within your spirit. Right? So pray for you in the name of Jesus that the baptism of the Holy Spirit rest upon you. Now receive it in the name of Jesus. And I pray anyone listening to this voice, to this teaching, you have not given your life to Christ, you don't know the Lord Jesus. You can give your life to Christ now. He died for you. He gave himself for you. He came to rescue you. You can submit yourself to him now. Because if you are not saved, you are not a believer, you can't have the Holy Spirit, and you can't operate in these spiritual gifts that we're talking about here. So if you are in the category of people and you are listening to this teaching right now, I have a good news for you. And the good news is that you can be saved now. You can be saved now. And be saved from the destruction that is coming upon the earth very soon because our lord jesus christ is coming again and only those who are ready will be saved so right now if you want to give your life to jesus just lay your right hand upon your chest and repeat after me lord jesus i release myself unto you i ask that you come into my heart fill me with your holy spirit forgive me all my sin Wash away my iniquity and make me fit to stand before you. I accept the work you did for me on the cross at Calvary. I accept your righteousness. I give up myself and I receive the totality of you. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Congratulations. God bless you. Um, you can contact us through the contacts the to the contact address that will be dropped after this teaching for prayer and for counseling the lord will bless you in the name of jesus welcome to the family of god and i pray for everybody in the mighty name of jesus receive the baptism of the holy ghost begin to walk in this supernatural begin to manifest the spirit the spiritual gifts in the name of jesus more than ever before, begin to experience God. It is so in the name of Jesus. Thank you for today and God bless you. Amen.